previously on Anything Goes. So has there ever been a point in your career where you were told that you can't say something or do something, whether at a club or a television show? Well, yeah, or... that's, that's a, a weird thing about censorship. That, there was a weird lesson I learned about censorship was that I was booked and where it comes from. That I was booked up at a club to do a, a show at, I think it was the old Gotham in New York. And, and I didn't realize this, but the, the event, the club had been rented out by, by Tank Array, the gin. Okay. okay. Right, okay. okay. And, and there was, a, I don't know if you had that advertising campaign up here, but it was everywhere in the States, this Mr. Jenkins guy, which was like this, it was like this, uh, like this old guy's head on this weird little body, and there were martinis, and it was Mr. Jenkins for Tank Ray. Like, like Captain the, Morgan kind of guy. Right, character. Yeah, well, it was yeah. just their thing. Yep, their mascot. You know, and, and I walk into this room, and you know, on either side of the stage, there's a Mr. Jenkins, you know, there's Tank Ray, you know, the event is a couple hundred people in the room. And I had no idea that it was as a, as a corporate event, right? You know, and, and, and Chris comes up to me. He's like, listen, Mark, you know, I, I know you didn't know this was going on. And, I, you know, I just, you know, I wouldn't do this to you, okay? But I just want you to know that, you know, I, I don't care what you say. I mean, you know, you can, you know, you make fun of Jesus. You know, you can, you know, talk about fucking. I just... Please don't make fun of Mr. Jenkins. <laughs> right, 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 not tonight. Right, right, right. And that's really the nature of censorship. I was like, but right. so, my Mr. Jenkins bit. I yeah. had a whole thing yeah. on. Right. And but, that's that's where you learn that thing. It's like, uh, you know, it's all relative to to the corporate interest. You know, whether that corporate interest is a religious group, right? Or yeah, yeah. But you know, that was just a funny thing. You, know, you can you have the Pope fucking Jesus. I don't care. But Mr. Jenkins is sacred. And now, let's get to a new exciting show. Hey, Sutter, baby. How are you doing? Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready for some laughs? Are you? semi-professional comedians hosting a reasonably decent show in a professional radio station. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost. How the fuck am I funny? And Dave Martin. What have we got here? A fucking comedian. Can you dig it? All right. Here we go. One more time. We are back uh, this week. Uh, this is uh, Anything Goes for the week of April 3rd, uh, 2013. My name's uh, Dave Martin. I almost said I, my name's, I was trying to combine Darren Frost and <laughs> I was trying to combine Darren and Dave. Yeah. Uh, nice. My name's Dave Martin and then uh, beside me in the studio as always, yes. or unless his kids is, are keeping uh, him away. Darren Martin. Is, I am is, Darren uh, Martin. Darren Frost. Yes. Uh, this week on the show, we have uh, the very, very funny Mr. Dave Hempstead. Yes. Um, is he going off to Winnipeg with us? Uh, no, no, he's not. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. We'll find that out. We'll find out. Uh, it is uh, April 1st. It's come and gone. Um, we, uh, anyone play any crazy pranks no. on you? No, to me, a April 1st is like New Year's Eve for, for fucking amateur drinkers. It's like, okay, har, har, har. <laughs> amateur you know, pranksters? Amateur, you know, it's like, okay, it's coming. Like right now, if someone said that North Korea is invading South Korea, which could actually maybe happen today, most people are like, all right, April Fool's, ha, ha, ha. Well, that would be a great day to attack. I would agree. Because yeah. most people would not think it's real. Well, do they, ha do they even have April Fool's in South Korea? Uh, in South Korea, yes. In North Korea, <laughs> no. no. They're not allowed to. No. No. Well, no. I guess every day is April Fool's 
depending on uh, yeah. who you your know, leader is. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, well, depending on what your media source is, but you only have one in North Korea. Well, the interesting thing this week is, uh, and I'm not a huge news junkie these days, but I, for some reason I've I'll followed the whole North Korea, South Korea thing uh, a little more than, say, other news stories, is that they, they say they're now in a state of war, and th- that day they mentioned that, which, of course, is a huge thing. I know it's a lot of rhetoric, and they said this shit before, but this is the first time they've actually used the term, this is a state of war against South Korea and all very long time uh our top news story in canada and america made the top for cnn but in canada canoe which is the sun newspapers top story that day uh bacon flavored condoms was more important than north korea might invents invade, uh, invade south korea now are there days that jewish people can't fuck with bacon flavored yes. condoms yes what is uh every day but <laughs> saturday oh okay yes uh and did you have a i, I don't know i don't understand the the flavored condom i guess for blowjobs and stuff like yeah, that i don't do them so i don't care well no but you might want to provide some for your uh, lady friend <laughs> yeah but then it's up to her to choose the flavor she wants not me i'm not gonna well, would force you choo- would you choose i wouldn't her to... force what i like onto her it doesn't make any sense what well if you have to if you end up kissing after the blowjob and she has bacon flavored mouth yeah then, uh... bacon ba- bacon cum flavor that's nice well that's that'd be up to you and what your diet's like right that wouldn't have anything to do with the condom that you're wearing no probably not but uh i don't but know i just i i don't under I, and the glow-in-the-dark condoms i guess you know I, i've never understood that right um and, uh, but those aren't marketed towards uh, you know forty two year old dudes like us. They're they're marketed towards like nineteen year old uh, bacon flavored condoms. I'm still know? forty. I am not. Whatever. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, whatever. Uh, oh, okay. I rounded I rounded up a little. Sorry. I can still play thirty four on I TV if I can. Yeah, sure. I can. Sure. Why not? Yeah, if they shoot from the front, not the side. Uh, if they yeah, if yeah. I lose my sideburns and they get me from my good side. Yes. <laughs> Which is in the dark, covered in a tarp. <laughs> uh, uh, also on the news, uh, and you've been following quite a bit, is the whole Jim Carrey Holy uh, shit, I fucking hate this For, story. For uh, our listeners who don't know, Jim Carrey, uh, about a week and a half ago, posted on Funny or Die uh, a scathing um, music video about the NRA and, and the gun uh, control problems in America. And what was it called? My cold dead hand. Right. And uh, I've watched it. I thought it was mediocrely funny. Like, it was okay, but it obviously was more about the social aspect of it and what the point he was trying to make, which he did very well. Well, you know, it's it's about as edgy as a volleyball, you know? I mean, you're making fun of Charlton Heston. Right. And that's not that uh, dangerous, yes. first of all. And, right. uh, Especially since he's dead. Well, yeah. I mean, A, he's dead, and B, it's a pretty cheap target even when he was alive. Yes. You know, I didn't. I, I got the point that Michael Moore was trying to get to in uh, Bowling for Columbine, showing him the photo, but it's like when, when, it's like when Michael Moore ambushed Dick Clark about the woman that had to work two jobs and blah, blah, blah blonde horse shit like that. Right. It's just like... What do you expect this old fucker to do, anyways? Right. You know, he's not gonna. He doesn't have the wits to defend himself. He was pretty seen out there. Sure, his but that's old Michael age. Moore. But this is now Jim right. Carrey. This, this is now different... Jim Carrey. It's not a remarkably funny skit, and it's referencing Hee Haw, which I guess a lot of people don't. Which supposedly was a parody to begin with, but I don't know that for sure. Right. Um. But uh, it, I don't think it was remarkably funny. I, the social statement, I I understand it. Um. But they're really. I mean, Fox News and Greg Gutfield uh, seem to be the worst on okay, this. Okay, wait, wait before you go there. So what happened is he released this video, and then there was a lot of uh, conservative uh, and Republicans in America that really trashed Jim Carrey for it. A lot of them called for him to be deported. Uh, some of them, you know, said all kinds of horrible things about him and, you know, about the idea of how can someone who's not from here uh, then attack our uh, Second Amendment rights, which, of course, you're forgetting the First Amendment right, which is freedom of speech. Um, and so then what happened is... 
Uh, Fox News jumped on board this, of course, because of who they are. And I find it very interesting because Jim Carrey made his, his money and his, his um, kind of fame through Fox and uh, in Living Color, which is very interesting. Yeah, those are – I've heard Harry Shearer, uh, the, one of the voices of The Simpsons – uh, say in interviews before that the entertainment Fox side and the news Fox side are, are very separate, separate entities. Yes. Yeah, but um, anyway, so Fox News goes after him. You go ahead. Dave. Oh, it's, it was just a. Uh, but they're almost they're they're making this uh, a bigger news Issue item than, than it is. I right. know that they have twenty four hours to fill, but um, one of the things I, I I both admire about Fox that they can just spread on this bullshit to their audience, which is like. You know, it's you admire you, that, or you just no, say, no, no, well, no, no, it's, no, it's, no, no. Tec- technique wise, it's like before they say Jim Carrey's name, they say uh, washed up, unfunny Canadian actor, right? And the, so they're basically telling you how that you were supposed to feel about Jim before, Carrey yes. before they even give you yes. a news story, right? You know, and um, it's like leading the witness, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 one of those techniques, and then also. They always put, they'll always... I don't uh, know if I admire that. That's kind of like saying, you know, Hitler was smart because he played a big room, you know? Well, it's no, like, no, no, no. I, I, I admire in the sense far. that it's 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 a great way to manipulate the people that yes, you're talking to. right. And all those people that work at Fox, they are the 1%, right? Right. And they don't, and then the people that are watching him are majority, major, the, they're the majority of the uh, of the country, right. you know, in the, in the Midwest and the South, and they think that Fox is speaking for them. Sure. And they don't realize that they're the people that uh, are actually food stamps are higher in in the red states than any of the blue states right and you know fox is so uh quick to jump down the throats of anyone who feels like they're um you know uh you know want more entitlements and uh i don't know it's, it's just the, they're they're making a bigger deal out so of they this made a big deal be. about it and then and then jim carrey came out and just in the last uh 24 hours uh because we do record this on monday night uh he he called fox news a giant culture fart and a colostomy bag Right. Well, and their big deal is uh, that uh, Jim Carrey has armed bodyguards, and so does Michael Moore. Right. And uh, so, uh, why aren't the why isn't the average American allowed to uh, have armed bodyguards? And uh, but probably the average American doesn't get death threats like those two guys might. Yes. Um, and... which, which leads into my next one. I don't know if you know this, but did you know that Jeff Dunham? Uh, in the last uh, 24 hours has gotten death threats. Yeah, that was me, though. I don't want oh, to Oh, okay. okay. No. Right. <laughs> has he gotten death yeah, threats? Yeah, the fucking puppet guy. I mean, look, I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of uh, of Jeff Dunham. I prefer Otto and George when it comes to, you know, the puppetry guys. No but, surprise. But... but, you know, it's like, uh, you know, he's just a puppet guy. It's it's like he's, it's, I don't get it. And the, in America, there's someone who's given him and his family death threats. So now, you know, that is a concern. It was it made the news uh, wire in the last 24 hours. It's like, this is fucking crazy. Yeah, but you know what? I doubt that uh, I think Jeff Dunham plays to that blue collar crowd. Sure. So I don't think they'll make that big a deal of it on like Fox News because that. Uh, it, well, it depends who's giving Jeff Dunham the uh, death threats. I know. Too. And also, Jim Carrey became an American citizen in two thousand four. Right. And so you know they're they're jumping down you know his throat about yeah, well, isn't he Canadian? And, yeah, uh, yeah. You know yeah, they yeah. you know and then Alex Jones is he's probably know, paid more in tax. Uh, probably than the majority of the people who work at Fox News. Or, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I just, I don't know, I think it's fucking ridiculous that they're just making such a big deal. Well, I mean, and who, it could who go loves away. Fox News? I mean, let's let's go there. I mean, let's just be honest. Who loves Fox News? Not a lot of people in the entertainment business are going to be like, well, I think Fox News is right here. You know, of course, 99.9% of what they do is going to be seen the way we're seeing this one. So it's kind of like, I don't know. 
Well, I just they, they, the they, obvious, well, they, I they, they put their own uh, opinions into things by saying, you know, some people say right when it's they want to say, well, Fox News says, yeah, uh, that's another one of their tactics I enjoy. Uh, and, another uh, uh, news story I want to bring up. Okay. I mean, to cut you off there. Sorry, that's all right. Because uh, we got a lot to go, go through, and we have uh, Mr. Dave Hempstead in uh, the booth for half an hour today. Normally, we have two guests, but we wanted to have a good chunk of time with him, so we're just going over a whole bunch of uh, things in the news. So we can bring it up uh, while he's here. This is very interesting. Uh, Joan Rivers uh, called Adele fat again. Uh, she was being interviewed to HuffPost Live about a recent Letterman appearance where she made fun of Adele's weight. And uh, Joan Rivers uh, made this, the statements again, said that she would apologize by tattooing it on her ass, but there'd be room for other ads there, making another you know fat joke. And uh, you know some people are taking it a task. But my whole thing about Joan Rivers is I, I find Joan funny in, in some of the things she does, not everything. And I've never been a fan of this part of Joan Rivers. I mean, even in the 80s and 90s when she made fun of Elizabeth Taylor's weight, I never laughed at any of those jokes. I thought they were kind of lame. Right. Um, it's, you know, it's an easy thing to make fun of. Um, and, uh, you know, she's not backing down. Well, I mean, the essence of most American humor is making fun of someone else. Right. If you really, and then you, you could get into the, the. Hey, I do it. Yeah. Well, do you? My act, sure. Yeah, I make fun of people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I know, but I mean, like, the majority of the essence of American humor is, is making fun of someone else. Well, I the believe... majority of humor is making fun of someone. Well, At the it end depends of most how you do jokes, it, I, sp- I suppose. The end of most jokes, someone gets hurt. Oh, it's yeah. Just, you know, it's whether it's a celebrity and it's a reason for that celebrity to be made fun of. If you're making fun of their weight, I don't think that's one to be made fun of. You're making fun of the choices that they've made that's gotten them into trouble. I think that's fair game. Well, I just, I don't know. After I saw that documentary on Joan Rivers, I, I she stepped up a bunch of, sure. she, she went up a whole bunch for me and I really in, in liked her and I got a lot more respect for her. But I don't know, anytime someone takes a shot at the, someone's weight, uh, and this is not just because I was a fat kid, but it was like, uh, yeah, it, it's it's just cheap, it's schoolyard, yes. and it's like she's trying to, it's like Ann Coulter will say something, her age, you know, will call Obama a retard, and right. just to get a, a little bit of attention when she's trying to sell a book or something like that. Right. And I don't know what Joan Rivers was trying to sell, but she should be over the fact that, and I don't know, I, I, it's funny to me when any mom does fat jokes and she has a daughter at the same time when... You know, that uh, you'd figure that she would sort of, how would you, and then she's so quick to defend Melissa, who's been riding her coattails from day one. Right. And she's a big fucking hypocrite. I don't, yeah. I, I don't, I want to like her, but. I think, I think if I had sex with Melissa, I'd wear bacon flavored condoms, I think. <laughs> I, think. I would uh, definitely double that up. I it think. might actually. Uh, I think you might get a lot of women agreeing to ass to mouth a lot more with <laughs> bacon flavored condoms. That's what just uh, that was my very first thought. And uh, before we go, we were uh, brought up um, before the show started about The Walking Dead. Uh, the finale of season three aired on Sunday night. I watched it. Dave watched it. We won't talk about the plot line of the movie or the show to give away any spoilers for people who haven't seen it. But you were talking about uh, while watching it your thoughts. Remember oh. how you'd like. To live. Yeah, I wanted to live in, in that society of, and, and uh, of why? zombies. I just there would be no more bullshit anymore. There would just be there would be no more social status. It would just be who survives and who doesn't. Right. Not this sort of like look what kind of car I'm driving and yeah, check out my you, watch. Would you, how long would you last? I'd last like I'd maybe three minutes. Long. Three I'd minutes. I'd last three minutes, man. Would you wouldn't? Well, I can't do knows? shit. We can do tell dick jokes. What else? If car breaks down. We're fucked. You know, trying to get out of somewhere because we're trapped by zombies. We're fucked. No, you know, but even just, like just from a social standpoint, for you, look at that show. It's got more. What eight chicks in it? You're you're a numbers guy, man. Be, just could... like me. You need more numbers than that. I can't. If I have eight chicks, I'm masturbating a lot. I need fifty, sixty thousand women to maybe before I got married. There'd we're talking no, numbers. Yeah, there'd be no more porn though. We'd have to get back to masturbating in a magazine. 
magazines. Yeah. But then uh, yeah, there'd be no electronics. Yes, yeah. that's for sure. <laughs> that's my biggest concern. That's your biggest concern. Uh, I don't know. I just think it would be it would you be hell a lot more quick. exciting. You would die quick, Dave, and all die, the women no. would get together and stone you. Come on, let's be honest. And we got to repopulate the species. They're, they're, they'll find someone else. Do they know that? Look, The Walking Dead. If it's down to you and the grandpa with the one leg, it's it's Papa with the limp gets no, the pussy. The one thing that I do worry about is you're uh, not in, getting in that the, pussy, in Dave. The, okay, I'm not going to get any of the uh, the the Walker or Biter pussy that I'm not, <laughs> uh, they, no, but. Um, they have a bunch of the uh, they uh, the old people at the end of the episode yes. at the end of the season finale. What if they die in their sleeps and their sleeps? What if they die in their sleep and they become walkers? Right, and then they attack the. That's why I thought should we care about spoilers? And what 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 if some of those old people have dementia or Alzheimer's? They don't even know what's going on. They relive it every every day. They're like, oh my god, the world's ended. Oh. I go to sleep. Oh my god, the world's ended. Oh, that could be a whole arc. I think that then they become food. They I probably think, do. I uh, I think also the uh, what's it uh, Rick's son, yes. uh, Carl, will eventually become another governor. Yeah, yeah. I think that'll be interesting. I, I don't think, I don't I read Carl, the, I don't read the comic books. But... Carl will kill Rick. You think so? Yeah. No, I think that someone will They're come in up. and They're then uh, Carl's going to kill Rick. That's well, I don't watch the. You don't read the comic books, do you? No, I don't. I don't either. But so uh, that's I why I can say be... that because if I did, then I know that was true or not. I wouldn't say it. Uh, okay, before we go, we want to push a couple dates. On April 10th, uh, Anything Goes is doing a live taping at the Winnipeg Comedy Festival at the Gas Station Theater. You can go to winnipegcomedyfestival.com for tickets. Also, on the 13th, myself and Dave will be doing debaters. Uh, our topic is if uh, drugs become legal, pot becomes legal, the government would be the best drug dealer. I am pro, and Dave is con. Imagine uh, that. Do do we have any guests that we can mention? Uh, uh, we do. Uh, we can now mention that uh, just added John Doerr will be making an appearance on the taping show. Uh, John is not really uh, committed to many shows during that week, although he will be jumping on a bunch. But he has given us the okay to commit to that show. So if you like John Doerr, come on by. He's going to be doing something uh, very different during our podcast taping. Let's just leave it at that. Also, Kenny Robinson is going to be on there and a few other guests. So please check that out. Uh, April 13th is, is The Debaters. And on the 12th, on the Friday night, me and Kenny Robinson will be doing Rank and Vile. And so, uh, Kathleen uh, McGee will be and Kathleen McGee will be rejoining us. Re- reuniting reuniting us. It will be a three-headed dragon once again. So uh, I got it. On, when, maybe when we come back, I'll tell you about the uh, nerd night that I was almost sucked into when okay. I went to Kitchener. Well, sucked into for nerd night. I don't know if that's really the right way to say it. Well, they, they were trying to. They were trying to. Well, they were trying to sucker me in because I didn't they want anything to do with in, it. Not suck you in. Well, okay. Yeah. That's it. When we come back, Dave Hempstead. Hey there, dummy, don't bother learning anything. It's too late. This is Anything Goes. Whoa, g'day, mateys. This is Bushwhacker Luke. And you're listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Life Attack on XM Radio. Whoa! Learn how to say F U in 52 different languages. This is Anything Goes. All right, we're back from the break. This is uh, Anything Goes for the week of Monday, April. Oh, no, fuck. It's uh, Wednesday, April 3rd, 2013. We're coming to you from the Toronto studios like we do uh, every weekend near Darren Frost's in studio yes. on his iPhone. Um, starting us. Yeah, yeah, okay. You're starting the timer. And in studio with us is uh, the very funny Dave Hempstead. How are you, Dave? I'm very good, thank you. Very nice. It's very good to be here. Thank yeah. you, boys. We actually, Dave and I were at, uh, we were watching the UFC a couple weeks ago, and then uh, 
uh, was uh, Tim Steves was with us, and we started getting into a heated comedy discussion. And uh, then you yelled at the entire room of like, "Shut the fuck up!" I think we were here to watch some fights, guys. Uh, <laughs> and I was just like, oh, so I, you and Tim were talking comedy, yeah. and then Dave said, and then "Shut it down." Dave stepped yeah, in, and uh, Paul Irving. Uh, right. and there was a couple of you guys getting at it. And, right. Uh, it was a Saturday night. It was a night off. We're watching fights. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But it was just like you—you you kind of like had that angry dad tone of like. It no. hit about the 15-minute mark, and it got repetitive. <laughs> right. And once right. it gets repetitive, yeah, I, all right, all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. The, uh, Someone had to speak up. You well, guys yeah. would have just repeated yourselves all night. Well, yeah. We were always well, like kind of that state of the evening where we were sort of like, uh, hey, did I make this point before? Did I make this point yes, before? Yes, six times ago. <laughs> no. um, the, one thing, uh, the, one, uh, the one thing I do know about you, Dave, is that uh, – um, the one thing I uh, Johnny Gard is a great friend of mine, right? A comic, but I can't be around him past like drink three or four because I never know what kind of Johnny will show up, right? right. And uh, the one thing I know about you, and when you get around comics, is if drinks start happening, then shit goes on, and sometimes I have to leave. Because one time in Vancouver, you guys got in this slapping game. Uh, you, <laughs> Paul Meyerhog, and uh, a couple other guys, and I wanted no part of it. I kept moving away, and then eventually there was like three guys in a row, and Meyerhog, or you, I can't remember who, just slapped all of us right across the face. I think that was me, but you got a very light touch yeah, yeah, because yeah. I knew yeah, you weren't yeah. in the game. Yeah, but uh, you guys are into this slapping game, and it got was weird. Special- night that was that's not was a that typical a special night, night of drinking okay, all right. yeah we haven't had a lot of slap fight nights no. uh, that was you know we were all together on the road sure. we hadn't seen each other right. and that's 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 alpha male affection yeah I don't blame you for not wanting to be a part no, no, of it no 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 I just it was weird to me because I'm like does that guy just slap that guy and then they're laughing and they're kind of hugging each other and then it's like does that guy just slap and then it just turned this weird like a lot of people slapping each other. Well, at a certain point you can't do it anymore because and I'll first of all, I I always love it when it's referred to as a game because I don't know who wins or loses. Um, <laughs> and then it's not really a fight because you're both, you know, uh, you know, uh, you're agreeing to do this with sure, each other. Yeah. But also uh I did that when I was in Britain and it was at a certain point when I had enough beer and scotch that my uh, face had kind of gone numb and I went to go and slap a guy and by um well, I took a couple slaps myself, but then I, I went to go and slap a dude, and I almost closed down well, with that. my forearm, and that's just sort of like, I'm sorry. but That's you... what makes it a game, though. The game is to find the right balance of power right. and tenderness so that you can hit <laughs> a guy to the point where it's upsetting, yeah. but not to the point where it's so upsetting that he actually gets angry. Right. right. But just that's the art of it is finding a slap. If you hit a guy too soft, then you did nothing, but if you catch him just right where he get, his face gets hot. Right, but his uh, emotions don't. Because you can't knock a guy out with a slap, can you? Not really. No. Not not at the game level we were playing at. Right. I'm sure. I'm, know, eventually, right eventually could. you could. Anderson yeah. Silva could knock me out with a slap. If yeah, you. probably. Yeah. The, uh, now or uh, or uh, George St. Pierre. Now I, it's always funny whenever one guy during the slapping game goes. Why are, why are we slapping? Why don't we have closed fists? <laughs> well, he's the guy who didn't know we were playing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guy who yeah, yeah. I don't like this game. Yeah. <laughs> let's, we up just, it. Let's, let's take it up a notch. I think you could knock yourself out throwing a slap and missing. Oh, yeah. I, no, yeah. I think you have that yes. move in you. I think yes. you could miss, fall, knock yourself out, yeah. and... Yeah. yeah, I was with a, a girl over the weekend, and I slapped her so much. No, I'm I'm just kidding. I didn't do that. But I, uh, <laughs> she told me that she saw a video on YouTube about how to give the perfect high five, and then I always thought if you could have sort of, 
you know, the just perfect high five. Yeah. Is there people upset with the high five they're getting? Well, uh, maybe the they've, maybe they've had a, they've had a long life of not giving high fives or, or missing people. Oh, maybe a year or two in between their high five, and they're nervous about their high five. They don't celebrate much, and right. then, oh, here's my chance, and and oh. I don't want to fuck this up. Yeah, in public. If, if you fuck up a, a really important high five, right. there's there's no going back. Here, if you have to look up how to do the best high five, don't leave your basement apartment. You've lost it, life. Just stay there. There's no need to high five. I don't know about life. You've I lost know. it high five. There's fives. no need to high you know, five. To be fair, if you've gone 0 for 4 on high fives, <laughs> I don't think you should hang it up. You know, I take some pointers. Get back in the uh, game. No, you know. I don't Everyone think so. deserves one good high five. You think so? Well, one in their no, life. No. Did you play sports growing up? No. Uh, did you guys? I, I, I don't I even did know. I did to a certain level, but then I broke my leg twice and I was out of all sports. <laughs> Yeah, the same place. It. Yeah, that'd yeah, yeah. I couldn't play any more sports. But was there any high fiving before you broke your leg? Because I don't understand outside of sports where the high five. Well, that's still my other point. In. Like I don't right. know. Like I don't, great job at work today. High five. No, right. That's always mocked in every movie. The the manager that tries to high five. It's always like this awkward kind of yeah, all right. Well, being left suspended in the air to try to do the high five and then someone doesn't return it. Yeah, uh, that's pretty that's embarrassing. A, that's how you get out of it. That's yeah. how you cure yourself of high fiving. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you leave it up a couple times. I'm not doing that again. Right. That's embarrassing. Yeah. Or it's like uh, that, there was one comic that wanted me to give him a fist bump before uh, I, I was emceeing and I was supposed to introduce him. And he was like, before the show, he was like, okay, before when you introduce me and I come close to you on stage, want the fist bump. Someone said that to you? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then he was like, uh, and, he, and, and, and right before the show started, he was like, actually, wait, 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 wait. Well, let's do the exploding fist bump. And then uh, I, was like, I was like, all right, okay. And so I introduced him, and he comes uh, onto the stage and with the fist out. Sure. And then I just walked right past him. Right. And then leaving someone suspended with the fist bump oh, is man. pretty Burn. bad, too. Yeah. You know, I, I play uh, squash. Okay. A, a sport, and uh, there's been an interesting thing in the last couple of years where normally after the game you shake hands. Sure. You know, good game. But, you know, guys are pretty sweaty. Right. After the game, and it's a gym, so gradually, whether it's hygiene, etc., right. it's drifted towards the, the fist, fist bump, bump because yeah. of the sweaty, yeah. the well, that sweaty makes handshake's sense, pretty good. But a lot of guys will still, the handshake's still the honorable right, right. thing, so some guys will go for the handshake, and you've got the fist out. Right. And it's, it's not quite an insult, but it's kind of rude to not shake their hand. Yeah, 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 of course. And at the same time... Do you ever, do you ever shake a fist? There's like a you're ton, not looking there's down? There's a ton of that. This is what my beef with it. Is there's <laughs> a ton of guys getting it wrong now. There's a whole <laughs> right. awkward series, which would justify bringing the high five back. Right. It's that awkward. Right. It's at least it's hand up, it's quick smack. Yes. There's no... There's I don't no know transmission of fluid. There's no transmission mm. of fluid, right. really. Not a pressing and yeah. massaging into yeah. pores. You're not exchanging... Yeah, there's... Okay, but just to... to if in case anyone was listening, going like... Oh, man, he hasn't even told us how to do the perfect high five yet. Here's how it is. Oh, yeah, back you, to you, you, Dave. You hold your uh, elbow up uh, towards someone, where someone's face is, and then they do that, and then you sort of, that's, well, that's what she told me when she watched the YouTube video. If you watch someone's elbow, you won't miss. Yeah. A high five is right. the gist of it. Uh, I see. Yeah, your elbows right. should be sort of uh, you watch towards hand, each other. You can right. miss. You can miss. If you watch, if you watch the, the elbow, elbow, right. you won't. This has saved me probably two awkward moments in my life, Dave. Thank you. Going going forward. Yeah, you have from a, this point to, on. Yeah. You have a whole yeah. life of uh, of high fives now that you could uh, connect with. And yeah. for everyone living in their basement afraid of high yeah. five, yeah. Yeah. come back. Come on back. Come then back again, if you, check out the elbow and you yeah. can live life again. Yeah. If you're if you're failed a couple of times on the high five, then you're just, I'm not going to do that anymore. Then you should really, I mean, what, what, what kind of high goals have you set for yourself if you're going to give up on high fiving? Now, really? now, do you think that if you have sex with this girl and it goes really well, are you going to try to high-five her? Um, 
I think you should probably watch the video before you do that. I have already had sex with her, and there have not been any high fives yet. But now there's the pressure. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think five. that. I, I don't think that. Uh, you got a high five. Well, when, after she told me about it, you got a high five her. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I think that, that was remarkably well. And then put your hand up. <laughs> put no, your hand up. That's no, all you got to do. No, that's not going to happen. The do you ever do you ever feel awkward after turning to someone after sex and going like, uh, wow, that was really good. I always feel sort of like intimidated. Do I feel awkward? No, 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 no. Do you know? No, I celebrate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If it was a good yeah, session, oh, no, yeah. but you don't. Yeah. But like, time. But you never worry about the other person being like, no, speak for yourself. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. Well, you should know the difference. Well, yeah, I Shouldn't guess you, so. How old are you now? Uh, well, <laughs> forty, but I can play thirty-four on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that should be asked every episode by the guest of Dave. How, how old, how old, are you old am I? Yeah. All your questions. How old are you again? Yeah. Well, twelve. What? But you know, look if. Uh, you ever have a good session and then, uh, like, if you hit the, uh, in the morning, the alarm goes off and maybe you're in the morning and you think you're really terrific and you're laying there or you're up and having a coffee and then your snooze alarm goes. Right. And you realize that was four minutes, maybe? Right, and right, like, right. That was world changing. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Best sex ever. And it was four, four and a half. Right. So maybe you should set the alarm for a bit. Yeah. Until you get a rhythm, until mm-hmm. you understand when you should high five after. Like, do you feel awkward? Right? Do you feel awkward afterwards? Well, no. I, there's always that moment of like, oh man, that was great for me. Sure. But should I? Well, should shouldn't I? Should you I just them? confirm? Have you, have you ever brought a woman to orgasm date? <laughs> oh, I well, there's uh, yeah, yeah. Then, then. I've had proof too. Has when any, there's, has when there's... any woman ever high fived you? Uh, well, yeah, then you but haven't I, brought them. No. <laughs> Yeah, Are none you of sure, the wo- Dave? none of the women that I've have ever high fived me have. Uh, but did all I've the women have with. both arms? Really, when we're talking to you, Dave, did they all have both arms? Yeah, both arms. Okay, I've never been with a, lim- a limbless woman. Okay, I can't. Just making uh, sure. Well, nothing, yeah. nothing against limbless. No, women. no, 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 I so, think it takes a special person to be attracted to what I do. <laughs> but does it take a special person to be attracted to the black woman? I don't think it's limb or gender. <laughs> I don't or, think so either. Or, or race, race related. No. no, no, I don't think. No. No. I think, you're I think right. it's it a takes... childhood of broken dreams and, uh, yeah, a little bit of special on top. <laughs> it's uh, if you had a juice box and no straw. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. That, that's that exactly lunch, it, yeah. Then you go. Every day and no high fives for the first 42 <laughs> years of your life. The uh, Darren wanted to bring this up on the show. That uh, how long have you been doing the, the stand up and the comedy thing? Uh, you know, it's hard to believe, but it's been like uh, thirteen years. Wow! Okay, okay. 13, thirteen wow. years. I, I don't mean to say uh, wow. Two thousand. Yeah. Uh, Although I've had some would say two separate uh, journeys. Sure. Because I did a character for a long time and then started over. And what and what year did the you start over at? Uh, I think uh, like 2005 or six. Okay, and so for our listeners at home, your character was called uh, Billy Joe Bob Taylor. Billy Bob Joe Taylor. Right, and it was kind of like an American with a cowboy hat talking about being in Canada, right? Yeah. That's kind of the gist of it, right? Yeah, I yeah. lived in uh, Kansas for a year in Missouri for two years uh, uh, going to university. When I came back, people were saying, what's it like? And I said, I'll show you. Right. And it just evolved out of that. Okay. And then you, you you stopped doing that. You switched into more of what you are now, just yourself. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's a very similar uh, career tra- trajectory for me because I started as a character comic. And then for my reasons, I changed. What was the reason for you? Um, first thing, it was limiting. Right. The character, like the new jokes I was having, the new ideas, they weren't going to fit the character I was right. doing. But also I played the character through and through. 
and I was getting tired of that. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Talk, of course. Staying in character after the show and, and hanging out. I wanted to be able to relax. Right. And have fun after. Now, so. what about the idea of, would you think that character wouldn't be able to play in America? Because there was, you know, for me, it's like, up here, it's a novelty, right? Because what I was considered a novelty, too, when you're a character, that's not a negative thing. It's just something interesting. But down in America, right. the same kind of character wouldn't be as much of a novelty. No. Right? No, not at all. Uh, um, and I don't know if I would have rewritten it or flipped it. I mean, that was never the point. For right. For me, it was uh, when I started, I couldn't really get my foot in the door up here as myself anyway. Okay. It wasn't that funny. Uh, I didn't really have an angle. Right. So uh, creating that character sort of got me stage time anyway. Sure. Which happened, uh, which was great. <laughs> and it's tough because I remember, like, for me, I wore a funny outfit and everything, and I was kind of a crazy character. But I never had to continue with the character off stage, but I still had to wear the funny clothes. So pretty much I had to in some ways. But for you, like you said, you had to keep the voice up yeah, no, and the I dialect. Had, I had and... an accent and I had to pretend I was from Missouri and answer all kinds of weird <laughs> trivia questions about Missouri that I'd <laughs> make up answers to. And... and do you ever have someone from Missouri come up to you? Hey, man, I'm from Missouri too. A couple times, yeah. Oh, man. I, and, uh, I had two, I, I could go two, I did live there for two years. So I yeah, could yeah, get so you know, two, some. three questions deep and right. then I had to go. Oh, man. Right? So, hey, uh, like there's a restaurant down in, the big one was, where are you from? Oh, just outside Springfield, a little town off the 44. Right. And then, you ever go to Lambert's, Throat Rolls? Aren't they good? Yeah, well, good to meet you. I'm glad you said hello. <laughs> and then I would right. run to the car. Because I remember we did a gig at like a college, and you showed up in a pickup truck, I believe. No. Oh, no, no, I never. Maybe, maybe you just told me that, and I believed it. Uh, <laughs> but, you had, but you had a pack of Marlboros and uh, uh, like a back. A cowboy hat and a, and, a, and a trench coat. It was like in the, it was in that really shitty uh, college uh, nooner, and they had a microwave beside the side of the stage, and kids would come up and heat their dinner while you were on stage. <laughs> and it was one of those. Oh, the dreams the of showbiz. Who, 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 who books I? that? Is that still available? Yeah. Uh, yeah. If it is, I don't. The, I'm not uh, being asked you know, to come back. Funny thing about a cowboy hat is it'll change everything you're wearing. I mean, it, of course. I was probably wearing a winter coat. Right. That was long. I probably had a pack of marbles because somebody came back from a trip. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Some, it wasn't and, planned, but no. because of the hat. And then I put a hat on, and it's a whole theme yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 Look at this guy. Yeah. Right? He's got he's, spurs on his he's, underwear. Yeah. He's got everything. He's so deep. He yeah. doesn't miss anything. Oh, That's what I admire. Man. Yeah. Very Kaufman-esque. Well, now, Darren, you had a question that would follow up to this. Oh, so you always had yeah. to keep the character going. Right. Did you ever, like, you know, because there was years you were single. I know you're with a lady now. But then you were yeah. single. Yeah. Did you ever, like, kind of pick up as the character and then have to keep it going until the next morning? And then, I got to go because there's chickens to be had or, or I don't know what your excuse is. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. No, one time I ended up in a situation where uh, I hadn't really had a chance to talk anything through yet. Okay. I just got uh, a little too. Uh, I was overserved. Oh, okay. And ended right. up somewhere and woke up with, oh man, what's going on? <laughs> what have I said? Uh, you wake up, your hat's on I? the bedpost. Yeah, I still got boots and boxers on. It's just sad. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah, you have no. You have, <laughs> you have, There's Shania Twain posters all over the room. You're like, oh yeah. my god. You have no pants, but yet you're still your cowboy boots are on. That's yeah. always a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I'll put these back on afterwards. He's committed. Yeah, that's when she gets a high five. <laughs> <laughs> my jeans up and yeah. my boots are still on. That's impressive. I know that. Like, was it? Uh, Johnny Gard has, has a story about he tried to fake a, an Irish accent. I was there. Yeah, yeah. to get into a, a St. Paddy's Day party yeah. in Los Angeles, and then he got the more loaded he got, his accent would start slipping every once in a while. Yep. And that's something that, especially if people have like fallen in love with you as that guy, yeah. then they're all like, wait, wait a minute, why, how come you just did that? And uh, I, 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 Yeah. Sorry, that was the, no, that was the part that surprised me the most when I was doing it, is I thought, 
you know, I'd tell a couple of people, actually, I'm and I, Dave. You know, yeah, yeah, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought people would go, oh, that was really great performance or good acting or whatever. We right. enjoyed that. But the, uh, I got hate so much oh, yeah, yeah, all yeah. the time. People, And I realized that, you know, you've taken away a friend. They've yeah. just made friends with this yep, guy and yeah, you've yep. just shot this friend. Yeah, because it's, I think it's because it's the way it's built, right? Like, there's all these CBC characters, like Charlie, what's his name? Um, Charlie Far- Farkas. Yeah, you know, yeah. everybody knows that's a character. You know what I mean? Because right. it's been built that way. But when you're at a comedy club, I think it's a little more difficult because people actually expect, like, people still are surprised that Larry the Cable Guy isn't that guy. <laughs> you know, that he's Dan Whitley. You know, they're right. like, they still, he's been that for so long now. Maybe he does talk like that off stage now. I don't know because he's committed that long to it. Well, I don't know. He might get thrown into a limousine and driven off pretty quickly after his shows. But no, I don't know. But I, I know, like, because I, I, for a couple of times, I did a character at Yucks that was like uh, called Tex Barker. Yeah, and it was. I, I said that I was from Florida in it. And uh, it would all be just these very hacky jokes of like, oh, I got caught masturbating in oh, the, the old uh, the old veteran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old I saw guy. you do that. Yeah. At, uh, and the super. I actually saw you in the uh, the old red pants. Yeah, the, the funny red, pants. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was sixteen or seventeen years old, and yep. I saw you do it. I think with Harlan Williams one night. Yeah. And yep. long uh, time ago, I was with a friend, and you guys went to the bank machine uh, to Young and Egg. Yep. And my friend knocked on the window to say hi to you guys, and uh, you couldn't have cared <laughs> probably less, which probably. I totally understood. Probably. I was like, "What are you doing? What are you knocking on the?" Yeah, yeah. He was waving at you through glass. Back then, like that I wasn't was gonna... very approachable. I mean, it's not that I'm very approachable now, but back then, when I had the funny pants on, I just wanted to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. But I remember that time because, like, after I did the character and got off stage, someone guy came up to me from Florida and was just like, "Oh man, I thought you were great." And then I immediately was like, "Oh, thank you very much." And then he was like, "Oh, well, oh, okay." Yeah. And then he turned around and just walked off. But I felt really bad because I kind of pulled back the curtain and was. I wasn't the Wizard of Oz from now, uh, Florida you, telling dick jokes. Do you ever get people recognizing you now? Because it's been many years since you've done it, but still, like people still recognize me as the funny pant guy. Right. Like they'll come up to me, "Oh my God, you're the good for me guy, the good for me guy." What's your website? And I'm like, "Oh God, you might not want to go there. It's not the same thing." <laughs> um, that's what I get a lot. Uh, but for you, do people still recognize it? The last time it happened was at the uh, Bills game last year. I was with Timmy. Uh, yeah. Okay, we Tim were, Steve's, yeah, we were in the men's room of all places. And uh, some guy out of nowhere said, you're that cowboy, uh, you're that American uh, cowboy. And I couldn't believe anyone yeah. recognized me. Yeah. I was stunned. Yeah. Uh, and it took me, at first I was like, no, you got the, the wrong guy. The wrong, guy. Stop, wrong cowboy. Stop, stop peeking at my urinal, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And then I realized, oh, no, wait, I, I am. Yeah, <laughs> cowboy. Uh, if you're just joining us, we're uh, this is anything goes uh, on Sirius XM Laugh Attack. We're talking to Dave Hempstead. Uh, did you ever do any television as that character? No, uh, I did the Halifax Comedy Fest. So they own one tape. So yeah. see, for me, there's only one TV special that has six minutes of me being the funny guy, funny pant guy. Yeah, and That's this it. is this was I was six months in. It wasn't even really fleshed out. Right. No, no rhinestones on me. Yet. Right. 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 <laughs> <You> know, right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hadn't yeah. reached the full. So belt that's buckle. still out there, though. That's yeah. that is still out there. You yeah. can't control that, but you can control everything else. <laughs> no, but I, they don't rerun it. So no, I've never seen it. Okay. Yeah. The uh, well, I was uh, looking at your uh, your Facebook uh, page today, Dave, and the and you had Thank something you. up there that well, you're very welcome. Uh, I uh, and I noticed that you had a thing about um, the the hashtag was the new me, and you said that you were giving up a bunch of stuff for the this week. And I don't know if uh, you said it was a tobacco, uh, but you, no wait, was it smoke, toba- uh, smokes, smoke, coffee, and booze? Smokes, coffee, and booze. Now why? Yeah. Well, they go together. I, I'm giving up the smoking, and then the booze and the coffee no, are both triggers. Yeah, so. well, smoking goes with both of those, but yeah. not, not all three. You don't booze and coffee together. But uh, I have. Have I you? Have. Oh yeah, before a show, sure. 
You oh, could throw, yeah, I guess you could. Yeah, you right, could throw right. Bailey's into your coffee. Yeah, no, uh, okay. Oh no, coffee, scotch, and a water is the yeah, power right. power combo. Right. Wow. Right. What are you, What are your other I, vices? I like to mix my stimulants and my depressants. Wow. <laughs> so, what? Uh, well, first of all, why are you Why are you doing this? Other than uh, uh, you know, I wish it was uh, something uh, sexy. I've got a, a dead tooth from oh, an old oh, hockey injury. Yeah. So I'm trying to. Uh, we're trying to see if it'll come back to life with some whitening. So I'm doing a whitening, which opens the pores in your teeth. And right. So dark liquids or cigarette are gonna. Oh man, I wanted some the... kind of like cancer, leukemia, or something. I'm going healthy for. And this is for a, a comedy a show. I could have gone. It's we for can't a go child. anywhere with that. It's for a child in an oh, orphanage fuck. who wrote a letter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I want. Hit a home run with your tooth yeah, for me. That's right. Yeah. Don't smoke today, dear Mr. Hempstead. <laughs> recently, I saw your take on the uh, the pie versus cake, uh, yeah. and I was wondering what the. Wondering if you could not have a coffee for a couple of no, days. It's interesting so you brought that up. The the one thing uh, I did notice um, a few years ago, because I was there live for that the pie versus cake, which is Debate. almost Debate. The, the, well, I was going to set it up okay. for the listeners at home. There's a show called The Debaters, which me and Dave are doing, and it's up here on CBC Radio, and it's a, a very big and popular show. It's pretty much two comics debating an issue, and a lot of it is like kind of from the headlines of the news, and some of them are very serious, and then some of them are kind of like just fun debates to see how how funny and how you know kind of out there you can get. And one was pie versus cake for you versus uh, Sean Cullen. Sean Cullen, yeah. And it's almost become this, like, legendary debaters episode <laughs> amongst comics because of how funny it was. I didn't know that. You didn't? Oh, yeah. A lot of, a lot of people reference that one. Because a lot of people go, unless it's about, like, co- Korea North versus South, how can you really put your teeth into something and make it that funny? Right. So a lot of people use that one as the example of, it doesn't have to be something super serious to be funny and factual. Yeah, I find the silly uh, topics. I've been lucky enough to do a, a right. few debates, and I've had some serious ones. Like I had to do yeah. civil disobedience with Alan Park, where, oh, man, what do you yeah. what do you do with that? But th- when they give you a silly one, to make that the most serious argument in the world right. is really fun. Right. It's really fun to go, no, this is... But you know the one I saw, and and I love Pete Johansson. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm friends with Pete. I like Pete. But both me and Dave, I believe you were there with me, right, there, at yeah. JFL, where the topic was uh, big oil. Yeah. And uh, he was anti big oil, and yeah. you were pro big oil. Yeah. And this was three weeks after the BP oil spill. <laughs> it might have been actually. It was probably still going on the British well, Petroleum. The, yeah. Well, the cleanup was still go, was definitely it going was on. Still leaking. But it was, it was still, still leaking, leaking right? Yeah. So you were anti, and I'm like, oh come on, this is going to go Pete Johansson all yeah. the way, and uh, you won that one, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because <laughs> yeah. what I found very interesting is you had a great argument about it. You just, you know, you laid it out. And I think Pete also came to the game with a bit of, how can I lose this? It's yeah. big oil. Everybody hates big oil. Yeah, he, yeah. Should, he should have come to the debate with like an oily duck in his duffel bag and thrown it out on stage. <laughs> He's like, yeah, he fucking <laughs> try to turn on this. <laughs> there you go. Some See, that's why, Dave. Soaked otter and tar. But that's why the now. Debaters TV should have had Dave Martin on oh, it, and that's right. why it would have been stayed on. Yeah. But, but you were that was a, a very great one where it was pointed. And not just kind of Yeah, silly. that was also just me not wanting to lose to Pete. Sure. That was a big factor. That's the fact- alpha male There was a you. big yeah. factor, and it uh, was, uh, you know, I don't like losing. Some guys can go up there and take it on the, or sure. play the villain. And I've, I've done that on, on other things as well, where I go, okay, I'll, I'll say all the negative points. And sometimes the crowd finds that funny anyway. Yeah, Because your jokes are better. Right. Right, you know, or whatever is the case. Uh, how I pulled that one off, I don't know. Well, it was pretty <laughs> fucking was funny. A, I got to be honest. It was a great little children's story about why. Yeah, yeah. How did you get here, Pete, and the oil? And it was very, very yeah. well done. Uh, cheers. And his was just his argument back was just kind of like, hey, oil's bad, you know? And that's another case of it's like, yeah, even though you think you may win because the crowd's definitely going to be against something, yeah. it is about funny 
and facts. You know, I I told my uh, just before I came down here, I was at my folks' place, and uh, I told my mom about the, how I'm debating you yeah. in Winnipeg, and uh, her first, and I told her what our debate was, and then she just sort of pauses. And kind of looks a little concerned. And then she goes, well, do they still pay you if you lose the debate? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, "Uh, Uh, yeah. Let me tell you, Alan Park doesn't want it that way. Alan (laughs) Park doesn't want it that way. Alan's one of the great villains of the Right, that's why. That's why, yeah, yeah, of course. No, for the listeners, if they don't. Yeah, oh, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, But, yeah, yeah, that's why he wants it, because he loses a lot, because, yeah, he plays the villain. Sure. Yeah, but he's very good at it. And uh, Steve Patterson does a great job hosting that to the point where he really sets up guys so they can play the villain and it's not. What's with this guy? Yeah. You know, a yeah. crowd can get what's happening. They've done a great job of uh, uh, Steve and uh, Richard's side have done a terrific job with that show. Yeah. Is there, are there any other, you know, you mentioned about how you're, uh, you, you gave up, you're giving up those three things to help out your, uh, your, your teeth. Are, is there any other things that you could think of that, you, that you're sort of like, oh, I shouldn't be doing this shit anymore or any other vices? Oh, yeah. Both you and Darren. What? Oh, if I could get rid of Diet Pop, it'd be a huge thing for me. That's my only real big vice right now. If I could work out a bit and get rid of Diet Pop, I'd be like probably 60 pounds lighter and way healthier. Diet Pop is a killer. That's it's a very one. bad that for That aspartame's yes. terrible for yeah, you, Yeah, it's really bad. The, uh, for me, the late night eating after yeah. a gig. I can't eat before a show because I don't... I, I can now, but, I've, I've, but I hear you about the late night, yeah. You can eat before you yep, go up? Yep, yep. How close to the show? Uh, it's like five minutes. No way. Yeah. yeah and yeah. you don't get uh, sluggish? No, nope, no. Nope. Wow. That's... But that took a long time of training. It's almost like yeah. its own form of training to get it that way. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just uh, I can I can eat now before I go on, but it's only on shows where I'm like, uh, not that not that there's a show out there that doesn't count. But if it's pretty uh, much what you're saying, Dave. But go ahead. Well, you sell no, it. okay. You sell well, it. I'm just saying in, in Kitchener this weekend, if you're not getting paid, for example. Well, if you're not getting paid, or if it's just like if I'm doing a like a, like Loose, a looser set, like a feature spot in Kitchener, which is, was what I did this weekend. Right. I was sort of like, well, this isn't a make it or break it sort of spot, and then so I was able to eat before I went on then. But uh, yeah, I guess just uh, overall, yeah, I wish I could quit those three. I, the coffee, booze, and the smoking. Oh yeah, I know. Don't do it all in one week. It's ridiculous. This no. Well, what's your idea. sleeping like? Uh, <laughs> well, it's uh, sporadic. Right. You know, because all three uh, of those uh, are big factors on how you sleep. You know, I've always held the idea that I I'm not addicted to nicotine. I like smoking. That's right. been my thing. So I'm not taking the patch. I am eating a, a piece of gum. Sure. You know, to try to uh, to fight that. But I do enjoy the uh, you know. Leaving a bad conversation to go have a smoke is the part I'm going to miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> reason know, I'll, I I'll love being one able second, to leave. I'm just going to smoke this and come back and we'll continue. <laughs> Until society get, allows you a four-minute walk outside <laughs> right? when you're at a dinner or something <laughs> with people. Cell phone, man. I, I'll yeah. be right there. I just got to take this, and that's what I do. It's a great move. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, yeah I, I love the, uh, oh, I don't want to be rude. I, I got to take this phone call outside bit. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I can't, it can't do. No, that can be rude too. So, but until, you should be allowed to just once an hour go. Excuse me for a second. Yeah. and just go walk away. See, I just do the. Look, I don't like talking to you anymore, oh, and I just yeah. leave. That's what yeah. I do. So, yeah. I mean, it's probably not. But you're you're grandfathered in. Yeah, I guess. I guess that's kind of my rep. But it's like, yeah, I don't really want to keep talking here. So I'm not gonna fake the phone call or fake a smoke. I'm just gonna look at you till but, you leave. By that point, you've usually driven a few people away. <laughs> yeah, anyways, right. You don't have yeah. to go. You're... Yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of crowds because I don't attract crowds. Usually. They, they run away. If someone pushes by me crying, I go, I didn't know Frosty's here. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Or, or Dave, you too, I think, can upset people. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. don't mean to oh, take yeah. any. I'm not playing 
favorite. Sure. No, no, no. No, I'm classic. I'm, I'm, and I wish I got to stop doing this, but just wanting to phone people the, the next day and go, listen, did I uh, do anything at your house? I'm sure yeah. there's been a couple of times where I've been at people's houses and they've handed me my jacket and I'd be like, I'm not cold. What are you trying to say? No. Handing me my jacket. Is, am I supposed to leave or something? But uh, Well, we are yeah. out of time, unfortunately, but uh, if people oh. want to get a hold of you, it's been a half an hour already. Wow. I know. That's we didn't even get to the topics. We I, well, topics, we get to you. Then we, we, we had all the South Korea, North Korea special. to talk about. Yeah. It was a lot of me. It was a lot yeah, of me this that's half good. hour. But, you know, always come back. And that's the thing about this show. We always are looking for people to come back. So please do. If people want to get a hold of you, what's the best way? Is there a website uh, or yeah, Twitter? Dave, uh, DaveHemstad.com or Twitter, Dave Hempstead. Okay. Yeah, H-E-M-S-T-A-D. And, uh, yeah. And for many people, they think there's a P in there. There's no P. It's H-E-M. Yeah. Okay. Would you would, would Billy Joe Bob Taylor come back if there was a corporate gig that <laughs> I, deserved you know, it? I thought about that, bringing him back when he's fifty, but like the the fat string tie, <laughs> smart jacket, yeah. you know, with the patches, yeah. like uh, yeah, yeah, making Taylor Swift jokes. Yeah, it'd be tough. <laughs> yeah. It'd be a tough sell. You know what? I'm I'm not I'm not even forty, so I still got 10, 12 years to work on the character. All right, well then, then so, you, yeah. you can make it happen. If you'll wear the pants that day, we could do. Uh, well, a we're gonna comeback. have to get the seam redone in the pants. I think. You'll no. be you'll, you'll be in Florida wearing those pants anyway. Yeah, by that oh, I point, know. Right? I'll be fitting so in. We'll be, yeah. yeah, we should do a show where everybody's their first phase of comedy. Oh, <laughs> sounds great from a comic perspective. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about from an audience perspective. Oh no, no. Do you know how many shows shit, like yeah. that are? It's like, oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah, for yeah. us. Yeah. How, well, how long? How long would you have to do? Oh fuck! Well, like three minutes. Well, it depends what three would be good. If everybody I, came up and did yes. two, if you got like ten guys, two, two, and they all three did minutes, two yep. to three. Yep. Well, it could be fun with a strong host. Yeah. yeah, I would pull out the old glue guy character if I had to. And... I did a show where you had to do your first seven minutes you ever did on stage. I did that about four years ago. How fun was that? Uh, it was annoying. Right. Yeah. Right. It was. You, it sounded like a great idea, but it's like there's a reason this was the first seven minutes you did like, on stage. Uh, it's like getting a piano concertist to play uh, chopsticks. Yes. or Something. Yeah. You know yeah. Yeah. I mean? yeah. 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 No, I'm. I've evolved. Please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can do it well, but yeah. it's still chopsticks. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's what yeah. I started with. I yeah. Get it. Yeah. There's. Yeah. It, it sounds nice in theory, but uh, yeah, you you'd want to walk away from that shit yeah. after you've realized. Oh man, what was I doing for that? Well, you know, we can always do something at the comedy bar. That's yeah. what we'll do. The other the day bar. would be to do, uh, the other way to do it would be five or six minutes, and you do three from your original and then do three new. Yes, to show the difference. And then if your new three didn't beat your old three. Yeah, you're forced <laughs> for a year to have yeah, to do you, that. Yeah, you're, you're out. You're out. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you're Put out your funny pants on, fuckface. Yeah. Get up there, Darren. <laughs> That's right. All right, thanks, Dave. Appreciate thanks, it. Yeah, you have to come back again. Thank I'd you. I'd be happy to. Yeah. Thanks. Great. When all you get is gift cards from the liquor store on your birthday, assume your friends are telling you something. This is Anything Goes. Hey there, this is Arthur Simeon. You are listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin on Sirius XM Radio. Guess which host wears a shirt at the gym that says, Yes, I farted. This is Anything Goes. All right, we are back. This is Anything Goes for the week of uh, April 3rd, 2013. I don't know why I am uh, accent... <laughs> I, don't know why I, don't know why I was accentuating. 
um, the last word of every sentence for. Anyways, this is the show. It's anything yeah. goes. And uh, that was Dave Hempstead. That was in the uh, interview chair for this week's show. A uh, longer than normal interview, uh, mainly because we've been wanting to have Dave on for a long time, but we wanted to find the right kind of time and uh, to set it up. So it actually worked out this week. So that was great. And uh, the one thing uh, we were talking about is, and we didn't ask you, Dave, because you're asking us about what we wanted to give up. I said, you know, the diet pop and late and, night uh, eating. Some, and the late night eating yeah. is what Dave said. What were some of the things you didn't even actually well, answer that? Oh, I, well, I didn't uh, get a chance to, but I was more interested in what you guys were talking about. The uh, well, late night eating would be one. Sure. Um, uh, I should, uh, well, I should cut back on my drinking and my, um, my pot consumption too, but, uh, if I could somehow, um, you know, there are moments where I don't, do you really get what you want to get out of uh, a wet dream though? Cause I figure if I could just cut out the, 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 the daily whoa, masturbating. Whoa, let's stop. Let's stop right there. Right. You still have wet dreams? No, I don't. But oh. I just say that would, that would, uh, if I, if I woke up and I realized I just had one, then I would have, then that sort of the masturbation time that I uh, allot to every day, I wouldn't have to do. Oh, so you want, you wish you could have wet dreams. Right. It would just be, well, it would be like multitasking in my sleep. I right. would just be like, oh, right. oh, oh, sure. and I did that. Now there's something and else. And if you I could don't... sleepwalk and learn to fold laundry, you could, you could masturbate into your own underwear <laughs> and fold your laundry at night too. That would I be would... the ultimate multitasking. Well, I, I would probably just and find something else to wear. And after you come in your underwear, you can wash them while you're there. It's like fucking uh, cutting out the middleman. Um, I'd hate to think there's a middleman in my masturbation. There is in your um, dreams. I and had... in your dreams, you don't know who the middleman is until you wake up and sweat. Oh man, I had a, I had a, uh, an awesome dream uh, last night or this morning, and I had one of those things where I tried to jump. I woke up and I tried to jump back into the dream. I've done you, that. Do yeah. you ever do you ever successfully yes, do it? Yes, yes, really. Oh yes. man. It was just everything. I think because I, I went to go and see the movie Spring Breakers this weekend. The okay. James Franco. The, yeah. Um, oh, and who's the chick? Uh, the fucking Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez. Yeah. Oh my God, that is some hot, sexy footage. And I know well, I know how old I am, and I know that I uh, I still see that footage. And there's a part of me that's oh man, I want to be there. I want <laughs> still want to be there, even if I just show up and just say, Hey, kids. Cut that out or get me involved somehow. Or <laughs> right, I'll just hold the right. camera and say, oh, man, do I ever want to be there. Um, but, uh, I, yeah, it involved that movie, and then it involved, uh, I don't know what it's, um, and uh, Greg Hughes, Opie from the Opie and Anthony show, he was sure. somehow in the dream. Um, right. And Make then I, 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 yep. I woke up, and, and I was like, oh, man, I, I don't even know. It was more just a confusion of, like, I got to get back into that dream and figure sure. out what this shit was about. And um, I don't know. I, I was not successful. Have you ever had dream control? Have you ever done that? What I don't even know what that when, is. When you're inside a dream, that you're recognizing that it's a dream, so right. then you can alter the dream because you know it's a dream. Like, you know you're in a dream, so you can do things that you know normally you can't. Like, fuck it, I'm going to go through this wall because it's a dream, or I'm going to fly right now away from this because I know it's a dream. That's dream control. Oh, okay. But you never do things like, oh, I'm going to... You know, drive a, a car into a building if you're driving in the dream. Well, that That's would be dream control. Do, guess, that yeah. would be it. Yeah, but you'd have to actually, inside the dream, recognize the fact you're in a dream. Like, you're like, I know this is a dream now, and now you're altering the dream. Oh, man, I'm just going to start raping things. and you know, That's what you would do, yeah. Well, I don't okay. know if I would do that, but uh, I don't, yeah. oh, I've never had that. I've never been like, I've, oh, I've, I've, It's happened two or three times. Yeah. But uh, I guess it's you have to be in a really deep kind of REM sleep. Right. And now that I have sleep apnea, I don't think it's even possible anymore, well, but yeah. But I think your, your brain is a lot stronger when you don't have any, like, people I've... I remember people would be like, oh, man, if you smoke a joint and then you fall asleep, you have crazy dreams. But that's not true at all. I think the more clouded your brain is, whether it's from, like, drugs or alcohol, right. that's going to be 
That's going to affect the quality of your dreams and how I vivid never, they are. I never have dreams when I'm drunk, like right. when I fall asleep drunk. I just have a shitty sleep. Right. Um, but I've had crazy dreams from eating certain things. I've never been able to narrow down what it well, is. Well, like but, mushrooms or? Well, no, but I mean, they do say there are certain foods that if you eat late at night, they will affect your dreams. I've heard that about cheese. Yeah. Yeah. But then I don't. Uh... But I eat cheese all the time anyway, so how do I know? Uh, you know, that's um, the way it is. Yeah. Well, well, we're almost out of time. We are. It's another uh, are week. You, it's are been you a good week. You're looking forward to uh, Winnipeg? Um, I am looking forward to Winnipeg. I hope a lot of people show up. Uh, April 10th, it's our, our next live taping. I think it's going to be really fun with Kathleen there. And, uh, you know, we'll be able to talk to her and, and find out what she's been doing recently out in uh, the she West Coast. She said she was engaged as her April Fool's joke, oh, okay. which I don't know if that's true. But anyways, Maybe. I, my mom warned me that uh, Winnipeg's a very tough town. That's what your mom said? Yeah. Well, fucking listen to your mom. Well, It is a tough town, I'll but start. you know what? I'm looking forward to it. And if uh, any fans do come to the show, make sure you come up to us afterwards and we'll make sure you get something free out of it. That's what oh, yes. And thank you in advance for uh, all the uh, drinks that you might be buying me um, right. after the show right. or during the show. Are we gonna get loaded during the show? Can we drink in that theater? Uh, I don't know. What well, we should try? Well, I'm I definitely so. going to drink that week at some point. I'm there for four days, and it's only the one show is the kind of one that we're you know putting to tape. Everything now, are you going to really drink, or just have like the one or two? No, nah, there will be coke. one night. There will be one night yeah. I get drunk. Yeah, and okay. then I say bad things at the after party, and you know, oh, that's okay. what I like to do: get drunk and just start screaming at people I know aren't going to pay my rent, but they tell me how great we are. So we are. Yeah. Like I'm included in that? Sometimes, yeah. Oh, okay. well, most, great. The show's great, but you know, well, we're never going to hire you. Yeah, well, That's the way it goes. I'm, I'm used to that, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, that is the show. Uh, we have uh, some great guests lined up in the next couple of weeks. I don't even know who I can say. Do we don't know? even know who uh, we're going off to. Well, we're doing Winnipeg. Yeah, that's yeah, for we sure. Need, but we, need to, we don't have a guest yet for, uh, for next week. Um, well, we haven't booked anyone yet. Not yet, no. Okay, just very quickly, before we get out of here. Uh, and, and if you are in a grocery store and there's an express aisle, what do you think is the uh, appropriate amount of items that should be in an express whatever aisle? Whatever the number one says. One to eight? One to eight no, or one whatever, to 16? Whatever the number says. Some say one to 12. Some say one to eight. I think if you're past 25% of that one to whatever, get the fuck out of the line. Well, that means if you have 14 things no, but, that says one to 12, then I'm okay oh, with that. But if you go with 20 items, fuck okay, you. Okay, obviously you need to be within the numbers. Right. But I was just furious this weekend. I was at my fucking food base. And they had like an aisle for one to sixteen items. That's not a small express shop, is it? Yeah, it is. No, it's not. One to eight items. If you're shopping at Food Basics, you're shopping for a lot of shit, man. No, you're no. If something goes on sale, you're filling your bunker. Okay, but that, place is called Food Basics, Dave. I, I know, but I mean, the one to sixteen—that's fucking horseshit. No, anyways. Wow. Where was this anger 54 minutes ago? We could have started this show with that kind of anger. With that, what, my Your rage. Food Basics. Ah! My rage against discount All fucking right. grocery Good stores. Good night, North America. All right. Always know your dealer. That's it for this week. Anything Goes wants to thank Victoria for producing the show and George Westerholm for the music used. Follow the hosts on Twitter at Comedy Whore at Dave Martin World. Download new episodes every week on iTunes by typing Anything Goes on XM. Join the Facebook group and follow the show on Twitter at Anything Goes Hot. Anything Goes helps you laugh, cry, and learn something. Come back next week. And until then, take it easy.